Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Gosh, I'm so happy to see all you guys. Hopefully you're happy to see us, too. What's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanas, Nuanas Now, here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Nuanas Now, your one-stop shop for all things sports. Maybe a little music, some pop culture, a whole lot of fun. We do it each weekday here, all the way around the Treasure State, thanks to SWX Montana Television, and all the way around the world at large, thanks to the development and uh, now fluid nature of our new ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for kicking with us here uh, on your Tuesday. Ton to get to today, as there always is. Fall is such a busy time of year. Uh, just crazy how when you get in the rhythm of the fall sports season, it just makes time fly. Sometimes you got to take a step back and really look at it and enjoy it. I mean, it seems like just, boom, snap of the finger yesterday that we were sitting here in July, dog days of summer, Having a hell of a time, but sitting here talking about the upcoming games of the year in the Big Sky Conference, the, the weeks to watch, the weeks we were looking forward to. Well, now, don't look now, but the high school football season is almost over. We got regular season finales coming up across the state this next weekend. And the date circled on everybody's calendar that follows the Big Sky Conference, October 22nd. Guess what? That's Saturday. That's five or six days from now. I don't even know. i got to take off my shoes to count to six these days. But regardless, uh, the day, at least one of the days, where we're going to have tilts that shift, the Big Sky Conference football race, that's coming up on Saturday. Your primetime games include Weber State, the fifth-ranked team in the United States at the FCS level, coming to Bozeman to take on third-ranked Montana State, two teams with undefeated Big Sky Conference records showing down at Bobcat Stadium. And then the nightcap, a nationally televised game on ESPN2, the second-ranked Sacramento State Hornets against the seventh-ranked Montana Grizzlies. The Grizz licking their wounds coming off a loss to Idaho, but huge one at Sac State. Sac State off to their best start since 1992 and unquestionably their best start of their Big Sky Conference era dating back to 1996. So crazy that that's already here. We're not going to talk much Big Sky stuff today because we did a bunch of that yesterday. So if you want to hear any of our analysis coming out of the, the week that was, you can check out our Nuanas Now podcast, Montana Football Hour with Riley Corcoran, Voice of the Grizz. Uh, that was hour number one yesterday. You can also check out all of our uh, Big Sky Breakdown podcast channel. 
SkylineSportsMT.com. I give you an instant reaction post-game podcast on Saturday. Took you all the way around the league, but also heavy emphasis on what I saw in Missoula in that uh, Idaho 30-23 to win over Montana, as well as uh, watching the Bobcat game back, their 37-14 win over Northern Colorado. So if you want to hear some college football, go check out those uh, various podcast channels. Tuesday has become our prep extra extravaganza. We're excited to take you all the way around the world of high school football all throughout uh, hour number one here and high school sports just in general. Hour number two, we're going to have some Big Sky Conference basketball. We submitted our polls last Friday, so uh, we'll have our all-league teams and uh, the way we voted, with the way we see the league shaking out on both the men's and the women's side. It's also Major League Baseball playoff time. Been having a very fun time watching the playoffs. And uh, so we'll get you an update on what's going on. That's flying by, too. We're almost all into the championship series in both the American League uh, and the National League. But jam full of high school sports here off the top. We're going to hear from Levi Weshi, the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks. They had a huge win over their crosstown rivals, the Bozeman Gallatin Raptors. And for the first time in the short history of the inter Gallatin Valley AA rivalry there, it's only been going for three years. But this game really meant something in the standings. And uh, so a huge win for the Hawks. We're also going to hear from Kyle Mihalish. Talking about dates that were circled on the calendar, I think everybody knew at the Class AA level, uh, Helena Capital hosting two-time defending state champion Missoula Sentinel was certainly going to be a big-time game. And Capital with a statement, 40-6. to So Coach Mihalish, the head coach of the Bruins, the last remaining undefeated team in Class AA, he will join us here uh, in just a little while as well. We'll also take you through our top 10 storylines from around high school football right now in the state of Montana. Give you an update on the weekend that was. We have our Treasure State Stars giving you some of the best performances individually from across the state of Montana. And we got you what you really came for. We got some Tagliari for you. Tagliari Tuesday presented by Tagliari Deli. (laughs) Shout out to the guys down at Tag. I got to tell you, I know the advertising works because I went to go record some Big Sky Breakdown stuff with my brother, uh, Brooks Nuanez from Skyline Sports on my lunch break. And uh, he comes walking in with a a beach boy from Tag. And he's like, I swear I heard the ad on the radio and I pulled in there and got me me one. (laughs) So I know the advertising is working for you guys, but we'll give you some free Tagliari here about 40 minutes from now, so stay tuned for that as well. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You can also always stream the show on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, you'll find the stream. And if you want to call us, text us, you want to be a part of the show, you got questions, comments, concerns, high school football storylines, you want us to talk about, uh, anything else, anything in the sporting world from around the state of Montana or at large, 406-888-1029, that's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. So call us or text us, 406-888-1029. First, we start things off. Uh, what an impressive individual performance last night by former Montana State Bobcat Alex Singleton. Playing on Monday Night Football, the starting inside linebacker for the Denver Broncos. He had 19 solo tackles, which is the second most solo tackles uh, in the history of the National Football League in a single game. And now I know there's, you know, there you could be a hater about everything, really. And... I actually do fall on the side that tackles are a little bit of an overrated stat. A lot of times 
if you're getting a lot of tackles, especially in the NFL, means you're getting attacked a lot. But if you watch the game last night, Singleton was balling. He was all over the place. He was in the backfield. He was putting pressure on the quarterback. Denver ended up losing the game uh, to the Los Angeles Chargers. But Singleton was outstanding. It's a cool story. I mean, the guy was uh, a great player at Montana State, but he was a tackling machine on a really bad defense. I mean, his his junior year, 2014, they were, he was really good. And then in 2015, uh, he the, the Cats were, were not very good on defense. And uh, so he didn't get maybe the, the, uh, the postseason accolades he deserved, but then he had a cup of coffee with some practice squads in the NFL – then he, uh, his agent actually put two and two together, realized his mother was of Canadian citizenship, so then he could apply for dual citizenship. For those that don't follow the Canadian Football League, in Canada, in the CFL, half of your active guys on your roster have to be native Canadians, or they have to have Canadian citizenship. The one loophole is quarterbacks. They can have as many uh, American-made or whatever-made uh, non non-national quote unquote quarterbacks on the roster, but you got to have half your active roster has to be from Canada. So if you have great players that play American college football with Canadian roots, that's a big deal. We've seen um, several guys from the Big Sky Conference, even guys from the Grizz and the Bobcats, that have figured out that or or knew that going in, and they become high draft picks. Well. After having a cup of coffee, bouncing around some practice squads, Singleton then uh, was able to declare for the, the CFL draft, and he was a top-five pick because he was a native Canadian by his citizenship through his mother's side of the family. And then he was a star for the Calgary Stampeders playing up there for Dave Dickinson. And I, we've we've had both those guys on the show, uh, actually, and the banter's hilarious. You know, former Bobcat playing for a former Grizz. They had some uh, Cat Grizz bets and, uh, when Singleton was playing for the Stampeders, that was in the midst of Montana State having their dominant run in the rivalry. The Cats won four in a row, and two of those years were when he was playing up there for Dave Dickinson. So we've had them both on the show to rehash that, and pretty funny stories. And then Singleton kept on working, kept on working, gets a shot back in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles, works his way up the depth chart, becomes a starter, and then signs a free agent deal this last offseason with Denver. And he's now a bona fide NFL player, and putting up outstanding numbers. You also got to mention Troy Anderson, who led the Atlanta Falcons in tackles this last week. So he had two of the five individual leading tacklers in the NFL uh, this last weekend, uh, both former Montana State linebackers. Pretty cool. Uh, Always love when guys that we know and and guys that are friends of this show, uh, Singleton's been great to me throughout my career. You know, I mean, his family still to this day, they subscribe to Skyline Sports, and his dad always writes me thank you cards every time I write about Alex. And I'm like, man, he's the one that's out there balling. We're just we're just giving the people what they want with the content. So uh, cool for those guys. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, other things that went on over the weekend, before we get into our top 10 prep storylines. First of all, uh, we are proud partners with the Grizz Hockey Program. Uh, Grizz Hockey back for their second year, and they had some pretty lopsided wins their first three games out. And then they played a really talented Montana State squad over the weekend. They had a game here in Missoula on Friday. They lost that one 5 nothing. Then they played in Bozeman on Saturday, and they lost that one 8-3. to So the Cats have had their uh, club program on the ice up and going for a, a while longer than the Grizz. Mike Anderson from Grizz Hockey was in studio with us last Wednesday, and he was saying that 
it, it was going to be a significant boost in competition, and uh, that's exactly uh, how it played out. Chris Soccer played a match over the weekend. Uh, our Andrew Houghton, our producer, our main guy behind the glass, he is also doing some color commentary for uh, the Grizz soccer team. Uh, so, Andrew, I'll bring you in for uh, just a minute. The Grizz soccer team, uh, the the class of the Big Sky Conference the last couple uh, years, they're struggling a little bit right now, and, and they lost again on uh, this last weekend, which brings up then a... Um, Pretty up, big upcoming road trip this upcoming weekend. Give people an update on Grizz soccer. Yeah, it was 2-1 loss to Northern Arizona on Sunday. It was a tough game for the Grizz, who I think had chances to get a win or at least a point out of that game. They were missing Mesa Walters, their creative attacking midfielder, who was suspended for the game after she got a red card last week against Northern Colorado. And, and Montana goes down in the first two minutes of that game when Camelia Zoo sort of miscommunicates with her center back and, and gives the ball to Northern Arizona right at the top of the box for a shot into an open net. Just a, a not a good goal to give up. Credit to Montana. They came back and got the equalizer about 10 minutes after that, and they looked like the better team for most of the first half. But Northern Arizona's a really good team, man, and they uh, they struck back and eventually ended up out shooting Montana 19-5 to in that game. Got the winner on another one where I think Montana will be kicking themselves. Just a long ball, a clearance from the back that bounced between Montana's two center backs. You can't let the ball bounce in that situation, and NAU's forward's able to run onto it and score. In about the 70th minute, Montana had a goal disallowed. Uh, sort of a controversial play with about 10 minutes to go when Eliza Bentler was fighting for the ball in the box, sort of poked the ball free from NAU's goalkeeper who was trying to, to smother it. I'm not sure NAU's goalkeeper ever had possession. Montana's all running off and hugging and celebrating by the corner flag, and the referee stops play and, and points to the ground and says that she did have possession and waves the goal off. So just a, a, a tough, tough game for the Grizzlies, and it puts them in a real tough situation. I mean, they're sitting sixth out of nine teams in the Big Sky Conference. Top six make the conference tournament. And uh, they've got two important games this weekend. They can clinch a conference playoff berth on Friday if they beat Idaho State and Weber State loses to Northern Colorado, but any other combination of results from those two games will make their game against Weber State on the weekend, their final regular season game in Ogden, I believe at noon on Sunday. Uh, that might be a win and you get into the conference tournament, lose and you go home situation for the Grizz. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, Andrew Houghton, uh, our soccer aficionado. Go check out the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast. And... Uh, We'll have a little footy 15 coming up for you uh, sooner than later as well. And uh, wind it up, wind it down, ramp it up, whatever you want to say. Soccer season across the state of Montana. High school uh, coming down the pipe as well. Uh, in volleyball, the Grizz are now 4-3 and three in conference play. Uh, they got Weber State and Idaho State coming to town this upcoming weekend. The Cats are 3-4 and four in league play. Serena Moreno, she was the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week after her outstanding performance to lead Montana to a victory over NAU over the weekend. Okay, so let's dive in a little prep extra. Presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. So a little 10 fun facts about high school football in the state of Montana. I've been doing them 1 through 10. We're going to go David Letterman style. We're going to go 10 through 1, like a countdown. We need a little drum roll or something like that. Number 10. The Northwestern A in high school football in Montana, very competitive. It's been fun to follow that conference. We had an undefeated showdown against 
Columbia Falls and Polson that came all the way down the wire a couple weeks ago. Polson ended up winning that thing by one point. Columbia Falls then gets back on track after that heartbreaker, and they beat a really good Whitefish team 24-20. to So she falls 7-1, Whitefish 6-2. Polson, they posted a win over the weekend as well, so they remain undefeated. So you got three teams that are bona fide top 10 teams, maybe even top six teams in Class A, all up there on the northwestern part of the state. Number nine, fun fact about high school football in the state of Montana. A thrilling comeback for Big Timber in one of the Class B games of the week. The Sheepherders posted a 33-27 win over Townsend. Trevor Mosness found Gage McGiverly for the winning touchdown with four seconds left to give the Stampeders their sixth win overall. That dropped Townsend to 6-3. Townsend led 21-11 entering the final quarter. So, uh... The Sheepherders of Big Timber, they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. They win the final frame 22-6 to outlast a very talented Townsend uh, Bulldog team. So a huge win for Big Timber and a lot of jockeying going on among those top teams in Class B. Fun fact number eight about uh, high school football in the state of Montana. Big Fork looks like the team to beat still. They beat defending state champion Florence Carlton. 20-19, that's a rematch of last year's Class B state title game. The top-ranked and undefeated Vikings uh, managed to drop Florence to 6-2, but it wasn't easy. Florence fought all the way to the end. They had a game-winning field goal attempt at the buzzer deflect off of the goalpost. So uh, came all the way down to it, and Big Fork, a 20-19 win over Florence Carlton. Don't sleep on the Falcons. I've been saying it all year. I know I know they're in the mix. They're obviously in the mix. They're 6-2 and two defending state champs. Big Fork has a ton of talent. They are really, really athletic. They have great depth for a Class B team. But Florence, they still have one of the best players in the state any classification, and that's Pat Duchesne Jr. And he had three rushing touchdowns in this one. But Tristan Hurd, Isaac Epperly, they, compared, they uh, connected excuse me, on a pair of touchdown passes. And Joseph Ferrier rushed for a score to lift Big Fork to a pivotal Class B victory. Number seven on our countdown of fun storylines across the state of Montana. Death taxes and drum and football, baby. The uh, Flint Creek Trojans, as they are now referred to because they're a co-op with Phillipsburg, they again look like they are in the driver's seat in Class C eight-man. They won three out of four titles before Mike Cutler stepped away, the head coach, and retired. And uh, last year, Thompson Falls got a piece of the pie. But Drummond, they're rolling. Drummond, Phillipsburg, Flint Creek, they're rolling again. And they just uh, had no trouble with Sealy Swan over the weekend. They scored 28 unanswered points in the first quarter and 62 unanswered overall on the way to a 62-0 victory for their eighth straight win. Andrew Talon ran for a 22-yard score. He also had a 29-yard pick six. And he threw a touchdown pass to Trey Phillips. A pretty good day uh, for Andrew Talon. Tyler Burden rushed for four touchdowns, including a 42-yarder. So a lot of athletes on the field there for Drummond Phillipsburg once again. Number six fun fact about high school football around the state of Montana. Lewistown is the real deal. Fergus County High School, they were great last year. They overcame a lot of adversity and tragedy. They had a, a car wreck that, that robbed them of a couple members of their football team last year, and they still were able to overcome that heartache and surge to the semifinals of the uh, Class A playoffs. Along the way, they had a historic win over Billing Central, who's one of their 
uh, interconference rivals. They hadn't beat them in 35 years. Well, this last weekend, they beat Billing Central for the second year in a row after those 35 years of uh, domination by the Rams. That's the first loss for Billing Central this year. So Lewistown, they're absolutely the real deal. They remain undefeated, and uh, they'll be among, if not the top-ranked team in Class A uh, coming out of this last weekend. They look like a real contender. Fun fact number five about high school football around the state of Montana. Belgrade got their first win of the season, and uh, they did it against Billing Skyview. It's it's sort of crazy to me, sort of the, the systematic hierarchy of high school football right now uh, in the state of Montana. You have these teams. It's like perfectly stratified. You have teams that are fighting for uh, the top spots, and then you have the teams in the middle, and then you have the teams at the bottom. And, and you might say, well, Coulter, that's how sports works. But it, it seems as if if you're not in the t- one of the tiers, you can't compete with anybody but the teams in your tiers. It's it's almost like the only teams that can compete with the top teams are the, I, I guess what I'm saying is it would be so surprising to see anybody from the middle or the bottom come up and spring an upset or even be in a close game. It, it's weird, the stratification. Nonetheless, uh, Skyview's been struggling. Belgrade gets their first win. That's their first win under a first-year head coach. So uh, you never want anybody to go over. And uh, the Panthers, they get on the board with uh, one game left in the regular season. Number four, fun fact about high school football in the state of Montana. I sure would want to pay the, play the Glacier Wolf Pack. They are battle-tested. They had the, the toughest October of anybody uh, in the state. They had to play Helena High, Helena Capital, and Sentinel. Uh, not in that order, actually. Uh, it was Sentinel, then Capital, then Helena High in order uh, earlier this year. And they can score points on everybody. Gage Slider continues his outstanding senior year. They have great athletes on the perimeter. And they rolled it up in their crosstown game, 49-14 over Kalispell Flathead. And the Wolfpack, they're going to be a playoff team, and they're going to be a tough out for anybody that they play. I mean, they were only a couple plays away uh, in all three of those games against the top teams in the West, only lost by a single score in all three of those ones. So um, I wouldn't want to play Glacier in the uh, the playoffs. I'll tell you that. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app are top Fun storylines from across the wide world of high school football in descending order. Number three most fun story in high school football right now. Hamilton, they're just running it. Bryce Carver's done a hell of a job. They have a real deal program. They are going to be in the mix every year, no matter what. Uh, He's doing a great job with that team. They know how to put their athletes in a position uh, to make plays. They seem to add new wrinkles offensively and defensively, dependent on their personnel. And that's what coaching's all about, especially at a Class A school. But the Bronx rolled all the way to the Class A state championship a year ago, undefeated all the way through, and they still haven't lost this year. So their winning streak up to, I think, either 18 or 19 games. I have to double-check on that. But they do have the longest winning streak in the state of Montana right now, and it's been very impressive to watch the Hamilton Bronx. And it looks like they're the favorites in Class A once again. Storyline number two. Bozeman High, they smashed Bozeman-Gallatin 38-14 in the first crosstown game of relevance. Gallatin's only been in high school for three years. First two years, they were sort of upstart, really trying to find their footing. So the Hawks definitely had definitive advantages. This year, though, this was a matchup for first place in the Eastern AA. And the Hawks, they got it done with their sixth consecutive victory. They are undefeated in Eastern AA play. And that sets up a huge matchup with Billings West, who's also red hot and also sits at 6-2 and two overall. Those two teams will play in Bozeman next week. We'll hear from Levi Weshi, the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, 
uh, in just about, oh, 15 minutes or so. Our number one most fun storyline right now around high school football in the state of Montana is this upcoming Capital City Clash. Helena Capital has won eight in a row after their 40-6 to win over Missoula Sentinel this last weekend. Helena High has won seven in a row after their 40-3 to win over Missoula Big Sky this last weekend. Those two teams will play for the Western AA title on Friday night in the Capital City. The winner will get home field advantage throughout the playoffs as the top team out of the West. Caught up with Helena Capital head coach Kyle Mahillish earlier today. Well, our prep coverage rolls on. That's sort of our standard here on Tuesdays now. On Mondays, we give you all things Grizz and Bobcats, plus the NFL with head coach Marty Mornaweg. And now we jump into our prep coverage here on your Tuesday, and we're joined now by the head coach of the top-ranked team in Class AA. Kyle Mahelish joins us. He is the head coach of the Helena Capital Bruins. They are the last-standing undefeated team at the Class AA level, and they have a huge one this upcoming weekend, a crosstown matchup in the capital city versus second-ranked Helena High. Coach, thanks for being with us. First of all, I know we had you on in August to kind of preview the season, and I know you thought you had a pretty veteran and dedicated group, but here they are now, and they've really put it together for the first eight weeks. So what have you liked about your squad? What has it taken to get to 8-0? Well, thank you for having me. Um, appreciate it. Anytime we can get on the ESPN, that's great. Well, Capital, our, our football team, we have a very veteran group. Um, very happy, obviously, where we're at right now, being eight and all. We're very, like I said, we're very mature. Uh, a lot of these kids were playing for us as sophomores. They're very, they're a very driven group. Uh, meaning, yes, obviously, they want to perform well on the football field, but they're, they're good in the classroom. They're great in the weight room. Um, they're good in the community. Uh, it's just been one of those years where, you know, we've put some, obviously, some wins together, and it's, it's due to a good group of young men and uh, obviously a good coaching staff. When you feel the momentum building, I mean, how do you harness it? Because it is, it's a special thing when you kind of feel it happening. And we've seen it around the state with several different teams, but you guys have done it better than anybody. So, I mean, what's that like as a head coach? Well, you know, it is, it's a challenge. I mean, just like losing is a challenge, winning is a challenge as well. For sure. Uh, we got to keep them level-headed. We talk about all the time about, hey, it's just day-to-day, week-to-week. We're not looking ahead. Um, we're, we're learning from our past, from our mistakes and those types of things and the old cliche. And, you know, we we, we talk about ignoring the noise. Uh, we can only control what we can control. Can't worry about what other people do, what other people say. Um, you know, we just kind of sit in our own little world right now. What do you think has been some of the keys just in terms of your guys' execution uh, so far this year? What, uh, what have been the key factors? Well, like I said earlier, I think it's our veteran group. I mean, they, they certainly understand our offensive, defensive, and special teams philosophies. Uh, they're very coachable young men. You know, and I, I credit our offensive staff. Uh, we do some things offensively to try and take advantage of some alignments, uh, maybe some of your personnel. And defensively, our defensive staff has done a great job as far as taking away your guy. Uh, that's our main goal every week is we're going to take away your best, and then we're going to see what else you have. And special teams, we've been solid. Our kicking game's been good. And we kind of have you know, a lot of our number twos on the on the special teams, and th- those are their starting jobs. And, we, you know, they, they may be a two offensively or defensively, but you're a starter on special teams, and that's your role, and that's your... That's your role to the team and everybody has a role and everybody's bought into their role and you know we haven't had a lot of problems a lot of issues which usually comes with sport right whether that be from you know kids that are disappointed or parents or whatever it may be but you know, it's been a pretty good year so far Callum Hellish joining us he's Helena Capitals head coach they play Helena High in a crosstown matchup with the number one seed in the Western AA uh, into the playoffs on the line uh, coach 
you mentioned the special teams. I think that's such an interesting factor because, you know, coaches can talk about it. You know, it's a huge part of the game. But to actually be about it and execute well and, and have a systematic advantage on special teams is so huge. And it also seems like Capital has a great tradition of having good specialists and special teams units as well. So uh, how much of a priority has it been? I mean, do, do you have to emphasize it to get the production you guys have gotten? Yeah, I think so. We spend our, our first four periods, our first four periods of practice every day. We concentrate on special teams. So right out of the gate, it isn't. We're not going to offensive individual or defensive individual. We're, we go to special teams the first four mods of practice, and and you know we. I don't want to say I kind of headed up, but I, I guess you could say that. But uh, all coaches are involved. Each coach has a responsibility. But I think they see the head coach recognizing special teams as an important unit. They they take it a little more serious. And I watch special teams with those guys throughout the week. And obviously, we develop a plan Monday through Wednesday. But, you know, when you have good special teams and nobody ever talks about it, when you have bad special teams, <laughs> right. it's, uh, <laughs> it's serious, uh, a serious problem. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like the best long snappers are the ones that nobody ever knows their names. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> well, tell us about last week. A uh, uh, big game against the defending, two-time defending state champion Sentinel Spartans. Uh, they were in Helena. You guys uh, had no trouble, 40-6, to six, uh, the final docket for Helena Capital. So uh, what went into it? What did you think of the preparation leading up to it? And uh, what helped you guys come out on top against the Spartans? Well, I think last week was our best week of practice all 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 season long uh, kids were extremely focused there wasn't you know they usually kind of mess around once in a while and you have to get on them uh, but there was no there was no bantering there was it was all business last week um, so that was nice to see and one thing you know like I said earlier uh, defensively we want to take away your guy and our whole focus was Jones and I know they have other guys but we thought if we could take him away and limit his touches then they're going to have to find a different way to beat us and I thought our defensive guys did a great job doing that and all year we've been able to move the football and score points that that puts a big a big burden on the opposition if, if they got to you know if, if it's a 14-14 game that's a whole different story your play calls are different but when you're down in the third quarter 26 to 6 you know we can uh, we obviously anybody would like to be in that position but i think it kind of affects the opposition and their play calling and we can kind of pin our ears back i mean we have one of the best pass rushers in the state and we have three guys in the top five i think in sacks so we're, we're pretty good up front so that helps Definitely helps. It's a great place uh, to start. That was going to be my next question. Is this your guys' line play? I know you have a couple guys that have gotten a lot of headlines in Talon Marsh and Austin Beeler, guys that are committed to Division I programs. But overall, it seems like the units, uh, as units, are playing really well as well on the fronts for you guys. Yeah, we have about five or six guys up front defensively that we rotate through. And, you know, Henry Gross is another one who's in the top five. He's a uh, boundary defensive end for us. Uh, like you just mentioned, Beeler Marsh and then Tyler Roberts is in the top five, I think. Um, so we do have some kids that can get after the pass rusher, or I mean the quarterback as pass rushers. Um, and offensive line-wise, Coach Hogan does a great job. Um, we're, we're not sophisticated. We're old school power. We're, we're running downhill and we're coming at you. We have some real physical kids up front. Paul Muzo being one of those kids. I mean, he's earned himself a scholarship from Montana Tech uh, just by his play this year. So, like, we have about five guys, six guys. But no, we've been real happy with the fronts. You got to have the guys up front if you want to have success. Well, that's exactly right. When you mentioned Coach Hogan, is that Jim Hogan then? Yeah, Jim Hogan's an assistant. Longtime Carroll College uh, offensive coach, and that guy has a huge reputation around the state of Montana. Kyle Mahel is joining us. He's the head coach of Helena Capital. I uh, hear on Nuana's now ESPN Radio. 
as well as SWX Montana Television and the uh, ESPN MT app. Uh, Coach, let's talk about this upcoming matchup. Obviously, Crosstown comes with a lot of emotion, a lot of hype, no matter what the records are, but this one has a lot of ramifications behind it, too. So uh, how do you carry the momentum from last week? How do you get you guys ready for this one? Well, you know, last last week we, we preached that Sentinel was our first playoff game. So this week we're treating them it's our second playoff game. And the huge implications, I said, we'll talk about it today. And after this, we're not going to talk about it. We talked about number one seed, and then the championship has to go through Helena. So we don't have to travel. We don't have to get on a bus. So we got to take advantage of the situation. And we talk about taking advantage of the opportunities that we've created for ourselves and that's one thing, that's one thing that kids take seriously. Um, and, and, you know, if you're not up for Crosstown, there's something wrong with you. No doubt about it. Well, what, last thing for you, what's your scout on the Bengals? I mean, they, they've been very good this year as well. They seem to be formidable, especially on the fronts, and uh, very strong, uh, you know, big, put-together team. So uh, how do you think the matchup plays out here? What, what do you think of just their personnel? Well, yeah, the game's going to be won in the trenches. Uh, I know they have a pretty solid offensive line. I have a couple big tight ends. The Crispin kid got hurt, but they still have Woodland and the Celestar kid, which are very big physical guys. They're good. On, they're good on the perimeter with the Anderson, Petrie, who's going to the Cats, and uh, Mello, who's the leading receiver in the state. So he creates a whole host of problems for us. And uh, defensively, they're just solid. They play kind of a, we call it a 40 front. They have four eye techniques, sort of very difficult to block, and they want to get everybody out on the edge, and they have their linebackers and safeties there. So and they're good in the kicking game. So, you know, they're 7-1 and one for a reason. They beat everybody we beat. So it's going to be a heck of a game. Kyle Hello, Hell in the Capital. They play Helena High Friday night in the Capital City. Coach, appreciate the time today, man, and uh, best of luck on Friday. Thanks for joining us. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Cal Mahelish, Helena Capital. It's our Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. How about a Prep Extra 2.0? One of the other hottest teams in the state, the Bozeman Hawks. Levi Weshi. next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuanas here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. ESPN Radio. If Lenny Kravitz doesn't make you feel nostalgic, how about a photo, black and white, from 1916? If you're watching on TV, Snowdown's now, by the way, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I, I love these pictures. I bought these at a uh, memorabilia shop at Pike's Place Market in Seattle. I was like 15 years old, and I remember I bought a Honus Wagner a Bob Feller and this Tris speaker 
for a total of $100. I have no idea what these are worth now, but I'll tell you, it's a lot more than $100. <laughs> I remember being 15 and being like, Dad, give me some money. I, I know this is going to be worth some money. I'll pay you back. And then I remember doing yard work to to uh, work it off. But this one is Tris Speaker in 1916 for the Cleveland Indians. And there's a little uh, synopsis on the back. It says, Speaker was the greatest center fielder of his generation, yet the Red Sox sold him to Cleveland just before opening day in 1916 when he refused to accept a 50% pay cut. In a famous perform- uh, portrait, the Gray Eagle peers intently on Conlon's lens. That's his nickname, the Gray Eagle. His icy gaze betraying the bitterness he felt at leaving Boston, the city where he had become an institution. Tris responded to his shattering development by having one of the best years of his career with his new team. He hit 386 in 1916 to lead the American League in hitting, thus depriving Ty Cobb of a chance to win a mind-boggling 13 consecutive batting titles. That's real. Ty Cobb won 12 batting titles in a row. Insane. Between 1907 and 1919, only Speaker was able to surpass the uh, Ty Cobb at the plate. There you go. A little history lesson for you. Let's dive into some more prep football. On the other side of the state, there's going to be a clash for Eastern Conference supremacy on Friday night as well. Our high school coverage here on Nuanas Now rolls on. Getting you all caught up on the weekend that was and the weekend that will be. Time now for our Coach's Corner. And we're joined for the second time this football season by Levi Weshi. is the head coach of the Bozeman High School Hawks. They're coming off of yet another win, one of the hottest teams in the state. They took down crosstown rival Bozeman Gallatin this last weekend. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. First of all, uh, just talk about the arc of your season. You, you guys had a tough non-conference, but you've been rolling since then. So where'd you turn the corner? How's it been? Uh, how you guys been able to put so much uh, success here and so many wins in the win column over this last month and a half or so? Yeah, well, first off, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, we love talking about Bozeman Hawk football whenever we can. You know, I think the change for us, honestly, was in the second half at Sentinel. We just did not show up to play very well in that game. And um, I think our team has high expectations of itself, and uh, we weren't meeting those expectations at that point. Um, Some clicked at halftime. I know we were embarrassed as a coaching staff. I think they were embarrassed as players. We came out and put together a very strong second half against Sentinel. Uh, And then I think it just kind of started to build momentum from there, getting a win against a very good Great Falls High team the next week. You know, they had beaten Helena High two weeks previous was a huge step as well and then like I said just the confidence started to build from there you know I think a lot of it comes to from you know we had a a pretty young offensive line where we were starting three new kids up front and um, they just started to really gel together and I think we've gotten better up front every week both sides of the ball and 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 I think if you can control the line of scrimmage you're going to put yourself in a lot of games that in itself is one of the biggest challenges in high school football. Just first of all, finding you know big guys that want to play, and then second of all, developing them, teaching them the fundamentals, and then getting them to play you know tough, but more importantly, consistently. How have you guys gone about doing that? Because I think there's just so many different uh, strategies that are out there right now. How do you guys go about doing it? Oh well, I think for us, it's you, you practice with consistency. You hold the standard, and whatever the standard is, you hold them to that. You know, you, you harp on the, the most important points over and over and over again. You know, you continue to work the fundamentals every week, and um, you know, for us, it goes to a lot of film review with the, with our kids and and showing them what it should look like. You know, every you know, putting together clips of where they're doing it wrong, and then put together clips too. Though, even more importantly, where hey, this is exactly what it's supposed to look like. We call them teach tape clips. When they get a good teach tape clip. You know, we want to make sure we show them that, hey, this is how it's done. And I think they take that to heart and build from there. 
Levi Weshi joining us. He's the head coach of Bozeman High School here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. The Bozeman Hawks coming off of a crosstown victory and a big one, 38-14 over Bozeman Gallatin. Coach, just tell us about the mentality of your team going into this game because fascinating forever, Bozeman didn't have a crosstown. It sort of had to try to, you know, drum up some rivalry with Butte and Billings West. I know those are still rivalry games for you guys as well, but uh, now you have a, a crosstown rival in the Bozeman Gallatin High School, and uh, they've been coming in you know, the last couple years. Some you know ups and downs getting the program off the ground, but now this year, they were one of the surprises and one of the, the best and hottest teams in the state, but you guys took care of business 38-14 on Friday night. Uh, what was your team's mentality coming to the game? What did you like about the preparation coming into last week? Well, one, I think they were they treated it like every other week. This game was just as important to them as senior or CMR was. You know, um, they're trying to win in practice one play at a time, that snap that's right in front of them. You know, good or bad, got to move on to the next one. And uh, they, they kind of approached it with that mindset all week long. I was very proud of them. You know, we were able to keep kind of shut out the outside noise a little bit and just focus on ourselves. Because in our community right now, there was a great buzz about the game. And the last thing we wanted was a bunch of distractions. We just wanted to focus on being the best Bozeman high team we could. You know, and then when we hit the field, just kind of, you know, take the chains off and get going. And uh, it was really cool to see our, our young men perform at an extremely high level against a really talented and, and, and successful uh, Gallatin team. It is so fun to have, you know, the the buzz and the talk about town. And, you know, I like the Raptors this weekend. I like the Hawks this weekend. People talking back and forth about it. How do you manage it, though? Because, I mean, like you say, sometimes it can be a distraction. Um, I, I, again, I think you talked to them about how it, it's one game in a season. For us, we talked about our goal was to win this. So that not because it was our crosstown rival, but because it puts us in a situation where we can play West this week for a conference championship. And the game can't be bigger than everything else. Like I told our, our young men, even at the start of this week, like our season didn't culminate just because we beat Gallatin. Like that's not our Super Bowl. Our We, we need to make sure that we understand that it is just one part of the season. Is it an important part? Yes, but they're all important, and we got to take care of business one snap, one week at a time. Levi Weshi joining us here on Nuanas Now, head coach of Bozeman High School. They are coming off of a big crosstown win, and now they're sitting at 6-2 and two with a big one this upcoming weekend against Billings West with the conference title uh, on the line. Before we get to this upcoming matchup, Coach, I want to ask you about your quarterback. Jake Casagranda has had a great uh, stretch run here. He's really playing well. Uh, seems like he's getting his name in the newspaper every single weekend because he's uh, throwing a bunch of touchdowns and uh, playing at a high level. So what have you thought of his uh, development as a quarterback and what has him playing so well right now? Well, we knew Jake was capable of this, you know, and I think Jake's been playing at a high level all year long. Um, it was more just, you know, him kind of tugging up the rest of the offense to play at the same level as him, and he's been able to do that, and he gets better every week too. Um, but, man, is he playing that at a high level, and it's fun to watch right now because I just feel like he's seeing the field so well. And, you know, I think the biggest part of his game that has developed this year is his ability to run the football and. You know, we have like five or six called quarterback runs a game right now. He's averaging a little over or almost six yards a carry whenever we call those. Um, but him being able to be a running threat and really make, you know, the defense go hat for a hat, 11-on-11 um, 11 11 football, has helped our offense, I think, gain a stride that, you know, we didn't have last week, or not last week, but last year and maybe even the first couple weeks of this season. We'll talk about this upcoming matchup. Then Billings West has been one of the uh, best programs in Class AA over the last six, eight, ten years. So has Bozeman High School. You guys have had some great battles. Uh, both sort of similar arcs to your season as well. You know, playing a couple of the best teams from the West early, and uh, then this last you know six or seven weeks just really getting rolling uh, throughout the Eastern AA part of your schedule. So, uh, what's your scout on Billings West? What do you think of the matchup? 
Well, I think um, well, it's going to be a very difficult matchup. Uh, I think two things really stand out when you watch on film. One is they're extremely well coached in every phase of the game, special teams, um, offense, defense. Uh, the, you know, schematically, there's no holes. They're, they're so well coached and so disciplined. Um, and I think the next thing that really stands out on film is they are physical in the front Front, their front five on offense, their offensive line, extremely physical. And then you you watch them on defense and their front six. It, man, their front six just gets after it. They run to the ball. They're eating up double teams. They're splitting double teams. They get after it. Um, just a big, strong football team. And, um, you know, they're going to be a definite challenge for us um, coming up with what they can do in their front six on defense and then obviously uh, running the football and getting after it on offense. I mean, so often in football – it does come down to the battle in the trenches, but what do you think about that matchup? How do you get your guys ready? Because Wes, like you say, they do have great front six. They also have a great offensive line. So how do you hope uh, that matchup plays out? How do you get your guys prepared for that one? Well, I think the biggest thing is we let our kids know that we think we're we're physical and a great offensive line, defensive line as well. Like there's no reason to be scared, but we've played good offensive lines and defensive lines. We've played Sentinel. We've played Capital. Um, Capital probably has the best front four in, in Montana high school football right now. Um, but you know, we, 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 we've had some success against those teams. We also learned some lessons from those teams. And now it's just going out having confidence in what we do and executing to the best of our ability. And then, um, you know, we've really got to limit turnovers and we've got to make sure we, we're limiting penalties. We can't kill drives with drops and penalties, you know, early in the season. That really killed us. And uh, I think we've cleaned a lot of that stuff up, you know, the last few weeks. Battle for this top seed in the Eastern AA, Bozeman High School against Billings West, Friday night in Bozeman. Levi Weshi, head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Coach, we appreciate the time, man. Best of luck on Friday. It's been fun following your team. And best of luck on Friday against Billings West. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. There you go, Levi Weshi. Prep Extra 2.0. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans. Since 1907. How about some of the best individual performances from across the state of Montana? We'll do that next. Treasure State Stars coming at you. Plus, free tagliere. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Thanks to the trail guys for tuning me into that one. I was looking at this the other day. We try not to play a lot of the same songs, but we do play a lot of the same uh, similar bands. And uh, one band we play quite a bit of is Weezer. That's who was just singing there. That's a newer uh, Weezer track. But I was looking at Weezer's uh, iconic debut album, the one with the blue cover. It's self-titled, I believe. Uh, but it just has the blue cover and it just says Weezer down the side. That album came out in 1994. That's crazy. It's not even crazy because 94 was so long ago. It's just crazy because that didn't, I mean, even though I was only a kid back then, 
that only landed on my radar probably early 2000s, like middle school on the back of the bus, maybe early high school, mobbing, you know? It's funny, though, because, like, sometimes an album will resonate and, and have a lot of uh, staying power and traction for six, seven, eight, nine years, and you didn't even know it came out a long time ago. And uh, that's a really long time ago now, almost 30 years ago. So crazy to think about. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Tag Tuesday, Tag Larry. Every Tuesday, giving you a $25 gift card to the best sandwich spot in Missoula. That's not just sandwiches, though. They also have old-school Italian-style goods. I love getting my olive oils there, my pastas. They got some specialty pastas and pasta sauces. It's also a great place, though, to get a sandwich. Uh, my brother, Brooks, uh, SkylineSportsMT.com, he comes strolling into the house today. We were meeting up to do a little recording and uh, share a little sandwich. I just had my own ham and cheese, you know, <laughs> homemade at the house. He was coming in hot with a Beach Boy, and he's like, man, I haven't had this kind yet, but I heard your ad on the radio, and I had to get one. I'm telling you, there's a lot of really good options out there at Tagliari. We're going to send you down there right now. Call number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. we got a $25 gift card for you to Tagliari Deli Tag Tuesday. We do that uh, each week here on Nuanas Now. We also do this each Tuesday, our Treasure State Stars, where we analyze some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. Treasure State Star number one, well, it's got to be, if you're the number one play on Sports Center, I think you got to be the number one on Treasure State Stars. It's Junior Bergen. Montana licking their wounds after a 30-23 to loss to the University of Idaho this last weekend in the battle for the Little Brown Stein. But Bergen, his touchdown catch in the first half of that game, my goodness, one of the best catches I've ever seen. Uh, Andrew Houghton, who's our producer here at, at uh, ESPN Radio, uh, he he tweeted that he thought it was the best catch he's ever seen at Washington Grizzly Stadium. He's been covering games here for six, seven, eight years now. So uh, no small sample size. It was ridiculous. It was a great catch. Uh, it's my personal opinion. <laughs> if you've been following along, you know my personal opinion. Throw the ball to number five. Get him the ball more. He's their best offensive player, I think, so they should just get him the ball more. The Grizz should. Uh, maybe easier said than done, but regardless, Modern-day football is all about mismatches and one-on-one situations. Get Junior Bergen the ball. I digress. Number one Treasure State star presented by Parkside Credit Union, Junior Bergen, Montana, sophomore wide receiver. Treasure State star number two, Willie Patterson, a senior wide receiver for the Montana State Bobcats. He was the Big Sky Conference Offensive Player of the Week. Seven catches, 148 yards, three touchdowns, and he led Montana State to a 37-14 win at Northern Colorado. Got a fun feature about Willie Patterson coming up later on this week at SkylineSportsMT.com, so stay tuned for that. Treasure State star number three, Serena Moreno. She's a Missoula product, a senior at the University of Montana on the volleyball team, and she was this last week named the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week. She had a career-high 35 digs to lead Montana to a victory over Northern Arizona. That defensive effort helped hold the Lumberjacks under a 200 hitting percentage as Montana won a five-set thriller. Reno's 35 digs tied for seventh overall in program history and included 26 through the first three sets, which would have tied the uh, three-set program record. She uh, is just one of two Grizzlies to reach 1,600 career digs, and this was the first Player of the Week honor for uh, the Missoula Sentinel product. 
Tri-State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union is a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Charter State Star number four, it's Alex Singleton and Troy Anderson, a pair of Montana State linebackers. Great days uh, in the NFL on Sunday. They're former Montana State linebackers. Singleton now the starting inside linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Troy Anderson, a starting linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons. Singleton had a uh, career-high 19 solo tackles last night on Monday Night Football. That is the second most solo tackles in recorded history in the National Football League. Troy Anderson had 14 tackles to pace the Falcons. So good on those two guys. Pretty cool that two uh, MSU Bobcats had two of the best days among any linebackers uh, in the National Football League. Treasure State star number five, Duncan Hamilton. He's a Bozeman High School product. And uh, if, you, if you've been following along, you know the name because he's been the cream of the crop when it comes to running and distance running uh, in the state of Montana. He earned yet another Big Sky Conference weekly award. He, uh, he helped the Montana State cross-country team uh, to the team title at Oklahoma State's Weiss Crockett Pre-Nationals Invitational. And for that, he was the Big Sky Conference uh, co-cross-country men's athlete uh, of the week. He's won so many awards in indoor and outdoor track. This is actually his first cross-country award. So impressive. He shared it with Nico Young of um, Northern Arizona. I'll just read a little bit from the release. Uh, Fifth cross-country victory of Hamilton's career. Running in the lead pack for the majority of the race, Hamilton outdueled a pair of Butler runners and California Baptists, said McCall, over the hilly eight-kilometer course. Uh, Hamilton threw down a big surge within the last 1,000 meters to separate himself from the field and finished with a winning time of 23 minutes, 28.8 seconds. Bobcats remained in the top 25 in the... uh, United States Track and Field and Cross Country Association National Coaches Poll. So pretty impressive for MSU track and field. Charter State star number six. Missoula Hellgate's boys and girls soccer teams are the Western AA champions again after more victories uh, this last week. Andrew Houghton has a whole synopsis coming up of scenarios and playoff matchups and all that on soccer in snow and smoke. Also some University of Montana soccer coverage on there as well. So go subscribe to that podcast, rate, review, all that stuff. And if you want more on uh, the wide world of high school soccer, go check out Soccer in Snow and Smoke. Charter State Star uh, number seven, Carter Craft. a week after setting a new record for Helena High for passing yards in a single game, the Helena High junior quarterback threw three touchdowns and rushed for another as the Bengals won for the seventh straight time. Uh, with a 40-3 to win over Missoula Big Sky. So he's done a great job so far, and Helena High's done a great job. And that sets up a clash with Capital City rival Helena Capital, the last undefeated team at the Class AA level. Our last Treasure State star for the week is that Helena Capital defense. Missoula Sentinel has been so, so good offensively the last couple years. As you just heard from Kyle, Kyle Mahelish, the Capital head coach, they wanted to eliminate uh, – Adam Jones, and they did a good job of that on the way to a 40-6 to win over Missoula Sentinel. Jones, a Montana State football commit, and no easy task to corral him, but the Capitol defense has been lights out. That's been a huge factor in them getting to 8-0 and have an opportunity to finish the regular season undefeated if they can get past their crosstown rival on Friday night 
in the capital city. Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Our one in the books, our prep extravaganza is complete. Let's take a look at Big Sky Conference basketball. Crazy that it's almost basketball season. The NBA opens up tonight. We're going to roll right into an NBA opening game uh, right after this show. But we'll get you all set up with some of our picks for all conference honors on both the men's and women's side of Big Sky Conference basketball. We'll also let you know how we voted uh, in the preseason polls. And uh, just have a little bit of fun. We'll also have some Major League Baseball talk as well. All that next. Hour number two, Nuana's now coming at you. Keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.